0: You're listening to Sight on Success with Dr. Ben Thale, sponsored by Sunday. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of the Sight on Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thale. A few weeks ago, I finished up my five-day training called the OD Evolution Challenge, and it was really a good time. It was a great turnout. The purpose of the challenge was to give you the strategies to Stop feeling burnt out, getting out of the day-to-day grind, and f- learning how our business actually is the tool we should be using to create our life and defining what we want out of our life. So it was a really good time. In case you missed it, I will launch another one here in the next, probably the next couple months after summer. but. Everyone will get the invites and everything like that. Totally free. It was a good time. I encourage everyone to check it out. On today's episode, we're actually going to bounce off of what we went over in the challenge, but the idea of creating your life around your business actually leads to today's topic And how do I find good staff? Now, finding good staff has been a problem for doctors and if you own a business, right, and even if you're don't own the business, but you're part of management and you're leading a team and things like that. Finding good staff is just part of the game. And I've seen it affect business owners who have just started out and business owners who have been running and owning their businesses for decades and decades. It's just, it's a common trend. It's a common theme. It's I can't find good staff. Now, here's something I adopted years ago. I actually stopped using the term staff. And you may be listening today and thinking like, yeah, you know what? I just have a lot of staff turnover. Staff turnover is something that's very true in business. Here's a little story. I bought my practice in the month of May, several years ago. So between May and the rest of that year till say the next January is eight months. So within that first calendar year from May to January, when the tax package came in for, you know, everyone's W-2s, I had 22 W2s come in. 22 W2s. That's a ton of W2s. Now, what that means is I onboarded and offboarded 22 different people in the period from May to January of the next year. So in an 8-month time frame, I had 22 people come up, come through. Now, you want to talk about frustrations with staff turnover? I literally was living it within the first day of having my practice. Here's the problem with staff turnover. It's nearly impossible to create a consistent patient experience and produce happy customers with inconsistent staff. So instead of the word staff, I was thinking, you know what, like I'm losing right now. All the staff turnover, I can't find good staff, and where do you find good people? It's just putting me in a position to lose. So I wanted to start winning. And I was thinking about some of the philosophies of winning. And now some of the most winningest individuals on the planet are actually part of a team. So I went from using the word staff to now I've got to create a team because it's the teams that actually win championships. And it's the individual team members that produce the individual pieces of the desired end product. Now a desired end product is not necessarily, I wanna be the best optometrist, or I wanna have the best front desk, or I wanna have a financially sound company. Those are all products of what you can consider as the outcome of your business. I'll tell you what, in our office, our end product is actually a happy and healthy patient that finds value in doing business with us. Our mission statement is not to be the best optometrist on the planet, to be the best office on the planet, to offer the lowest prices, to maximize your benefits so that you can minimize your out-of-pocket expense and all of those things. All those things do play a role, but the overall goal of our practice and our business as a team is to have happy and healthy patients that find value in doing business with us. Now, the whole entire team cannot sell glasses and cannot check patients in and cannot answer phones. So each individual team member sells glasses or checks patients in or answers the telephone or sends review requests out. And all of those activities together as a team leads to our happy and healthy patients that find value in doing business with us. Now, everyone in our office knows that we function as a team and that each person has their role on the team. The team approach actually forced me to think about hiring in a completely different way. Thinking about building a team caused me to actually stop saying, I can't find good staff. Because I realized you just don't find good staff. You just don't find a good team. Good teams are actually something that's created. You don't find good individuals you create good individuals you don't find good teams you create good teams now I've watched a lot of sports played a lot of sports growing up and I always think about the Chicago Bulls of the 90s Michael Jordan Scottie Pippen Dennis Rodman these phenomenal players Phil Jackson who's their coach he didn't go out and say I gotta find good members He didn't say, I got to find good staff. He said, I'm going to create a phenomenal team. And he found the skills and the personalities and the people to create that team. He took Dennis Rodman. No one wanted Dennis Rodman because the guy was a firecracker. Shout out to Dennis Rodman if you ever... Find yourself listening to this. But the Miami Heat, a couple years ago, when we were winning all those championships down here in South Florida, right? The team was created Tom Brady and the Patriots. Tom Brady left the Patriots, went to Tampa Bay, won another championship because there was a team created to be able to produce that result. All of these teams were created with strategy. And again, the coaches didn't say, I got to find good players or I got to find good staff. They methodically created their teams. And made sure everyone did their part to get the desired result so the point is you don't find good staff you got to create a good team creating a good team leads us to another strategy whenever we recruit a new team member regardless of the position i consider three things actually the first thing is right now we're actually in a round of hiring at the office and last week i did an activity with the staff where we created our team statement. What does it mean to be a team member here? So the first thing we consider when we're hiring somebody is, do they fit this statement that we created? Do they fit in with the team culture? Do they fit in with how we view ourselves as a team? The three pillars of our team statement has to do with attitude, support, and service. Attitude, support, and service. And attitude, support, and service actually goes into our attitude towards each other and our clients or our patients the support we have for each other and our clients and our patients and the service we provide for each other as a team and our patients and the community that's the first thing we focus on our team statement and if someone fits into that team statement number 2 i don't focus on people's resumes as much and we're so cuz one i found out that going through resumes is killer and i have an awesome office manager she handles a lot of the operations and everything like that but even still going through resumes takes so long. So what I do is if someone has shows on their resume, by some glancing over the resume, that they have some skill level, I bring them in for an interview. And I'm not so heavy on people's skill. I do care about people's will. So those are the two things I look at is skill and will, and I put more weight on the willingness of someone to learn and to be guided and to be part of the team because As long as someone is willing, you can accomplish anything. You can take someone with a bunch of skills who just doesn't wanna do anything. They're really unwillful. The team is not gonna go anywhere. They're going to stop the progress of what you're trying to do. So I always look at the skill level of people secondary to their willingness to actually be part of the team and to actually create something great. This actually brings us to another part Because willingness means that you're gonna be training some people. And training is one of the biggest things that we do not do, as doctors and owners, enough. Training should be something that's constant. Now you have to train your staff, the willing ones, because the unwilling ones will actually, they'll work themselves out of a job. The willing ones, you, you have to train them properly, and training has to be constant, and correction has to be constant, because there's no other way to build the team. Every little thing that you can tweak is going to move towards the championship. Now, training isn't just sitting around with a new hire on the first day and showing them how to use the EMR and pick up a phone. And training is not a week of time to show them this is where your stuff goes and this is how you answer the phone. And then this is a statement I wrote 10 years ago that talks about what our purposes and our goals are here. Training is a systematic teaching of each process that goes on for any given task. Training is actually embedding the culture of your business into the team member. Training is not so technical. We always think about training as something technical as this is how you pick up the phone and this is how you open the EMR system. And all those things are very true. But at the end of the day, you're training someone how to be part of your culture. The more exact you can create a training protocol, the easier life will be. For example, right now in our office, we're revamping our pre-testing manual. My office manager asked me to look over the mock-up she wrote, and I added tiny little details. And details you would think aren't even important. But I'm talking about little details. Grab the mouse, click the start menu, open up to all the software, scroll down to this software, and click it to open it. Now, that seems obvious because everyone has computers, but you'll be surprised how many people forget how to use a computer when you bring them to their office. And I don't mean to say that to belittle people, but people want to be guided. People want to know that they're doing okay. So those little things, if I put that in the manual once, I don't have to go over it again and again because it's not written down. This is written down. So all I have to do is refer to the manual. Hey, what does the manual say? And then you give your team the power to problem solve on their own because you took the time to write out those details just one time. Now, sometimes it is an ongoing process to revamp your training protocols, but the idea is to get it down on paper, get the training in place, and it's going to free up your time to do other things like see more patients or create a community outreach program or see how you can impact your community or network with other offices, that type of a thing. So I know it sounds tedious, but in order for you to create a good team, you have to take the time to create useful resources for them to be able to do their job well. Otherwise, you're going to fail them. For me personally, I need to know that I did absolutely everything before a team member leaves or because it's not a good fit or whatever. I need to make sure I did absolutely everything to make sure that they were successful in my business. Because just as much as they come in and serve me and our patients, I have to serve them. And that's just my take on being the owner of the practice. Because I can't be so selfish and say, you know what, you work for me and you need to do what I say. I fully know. When I first started out, I was answering phones. I was recalling patients. I was pre-testing. I was booking the next appointments. I was doing lab orders. I was billing. I was doing everything by myself essentially by myself. But to know that I have a team that wants to come in and help me do that, I'm forever gra- grateful. I'm forever thankful because it's an honor to have people who want to be on your team. So, that's just my personal take. Now, going back to the manuals, it'll take it'll save you a bunch of years and it'll save you time from saying the same things over and over again if you take the time to write the manuals out so that you can create A good team essentially it's like a playbook it's going to free up your time to see more patients run an on-time clinic and prevent you from getting burnt out here's the thing you have to become an owner that cares about what goes on in your company by actually caring about developing your team we all care about our patients that's 100 true but do you care about your team do you care about that your team knows what they're doing knows what they're doing not because, oh yeah, that's what I hired them for, but knows what they're doing because you guided them and you helped them along the way. Yes, there are certain expectations on what people should be doing, but maybe there's a different way. Maybe they're just winging it because they're not sure that they should be doing it. And maybe for you, doctor, you just, it's good enough so you just keep letting it go. But at the end of the day, you should be doing more for them. Here's something I used to think. I used to think that a good team Is an office where everyone is always having fun and joking around and getting along and what i learned is that's not the case a good team is one where you can laugh and joke and have a good time but also a good team is one where you can have difficult conversations in areas about things that need to be improved whether it's personal performance customer service or delivery of a product and risking the morale of a team by asking them, hey, listen, who's responsible? Sometimes there's things that happen in the office that people are just pointing fingers at each other. This person was supposed to do that and they didn't do that, so that, that's why I was late on my part. But at the end of the day, we have to consider what our responsibility is in these things. And the moment we can take responsibility, we can actually have input or control over a situation. So that's the beauty of being able to take responsibility. Fighting through and asking the right questions and giving people opportunities to take the responsibility is how you find the team that's going to stay and grow together. You want people who take responsibility. So you don't find good staff. You create a good team. If you build a better team, then people actually start to enjoy coming to work. They enjoy spending the day together. They enjoy accomplishing a goal together. So the secret is not in finding good staff it's actually creating a great team. And you do this by creating a training system that creates a win for your employees. If you create wins for your employees, you get wins for your business. and You get wins for your business, you ultimately get wins for your patients. So keep in mind that creating a good team is the key to finding good staff. You don't find good staff, you create them. The problem is good staff is already employed by the other offices and they're not having their resumes up on Indeed and I hire optometry and all these other places. So if you create an environment where people want to work, if you can create that environment, you're going to start winning, you're going to start getting those championships. And here's something else to consider. Sometimes the winning takes years. One thing I realized about myself is it took me nine, 10, 11 years to become an optometrist, it may take me nine, 10, 11 years to build an amazing business, right? So we do live in a world where we want things to happen now and immediately, and if it doesn't happen, we cut it out and we move on to the next, but it takes as much patience to run a successful company than it does to get through all of our education that we we lost sleep over it, we ate poorly because of it, we didn't exercise as much as we should have, we may have drank too much on the weekends to relieve the stress like all of these different things you can do all that stuff as a business owner it's the same stresses it's just a different situation so consider that building a team does take some time building a team is the key to finding good staff get rid of the word staff from your vocabulary because staff is not some is not something you can build a business on not something you build a successful organization on a team and the culture of your team is how you build a successful organization. It's how you build the life that you want by leveraging your business, your successful business to create the life that you've outlined for yourself. So I hope you find that helpful. We're running out of time here on today's episode. If you have any questions or comments, please uh, leave them below. You can follow us at Mindsight Mastery on Instagram. You can email me at mindsightmaster at gmail.com. I always want to thank the people over at Sunbit for helping to produce this episode. Um, if you haven't heard about them or know about them, they're a great group of people. They provide an awesome tool for your business to help you and your patients be successful. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. This podcast is brought to you by Sunbit.